Welcome back to Rara Recommends. I'm Teo. Each week we take students from across our school to find the best recommendations for things to read, watch and listen to. And then we recommend them to you. And today we're talking about the Rick Ryden universe and we have Ruby, Toby, George and Ruby Grace here to tell you why you should check it out. Uh, you can find it at any library or bookstore. It's made by Rick Ryden. And there are several series in it, such as like Percy Jackson, Heroes of Olympus, Trials of Apollo, and the Kane Chronicles. Welcome, Ruby, our first guest. Hi. What's your reason why our viewers should check out the Rick Riordan universe? Well, because I think the characters are pretty awesome. Do you have any favourites? Yeah, I like Percy, obviously. He's probably the main one. And I also like Leo from Heroes of Olympus and Magnus from Magnus Chase. What do you like about Percy? Well, he really cares about his friends. And at the start of the books, he's just a normal kid. Well, he's got dyslexia and he's ADHD. And he goes to a school called Yancey Academy, where he has a friend called Grover and a teacher called Mr. Bronner. And he's just doing normal things. He's a bit of a troublemaker. He's been expelled from every school he's ever been to. Um, how much did you know about Greek mythology before the, you read the books? I don't remember too much about what I knew, but definitely not as much. You learn a lot about the traditions when you read these sort of books and the legends and the myths. But sometimes it's good to take it with a grain of salt. Things can be changed because it's a book. Mm. So, and Percy's a modern-day demigod, so there's a bit of a difference between his normal American high school and his demigod career. What do you like about the other characters you mentioned, Leo and Magnus? Well, what I think all three of those characters have in common is they kind of have a sense of humour and they're a bit witty, so they're quick to make a joke or be silly about something sometimes. And I like that in a character. I think it makes the books nice to read because there's a sense of humour without being too forced. Well, Percy, one of his big things is he's always gonna wants to be there for his friends. And in some people's eyes, that's a flaw because sometimes he just can't stay put and leave it alone. And I think what we see a lot from when we get these characters' point of view is how they doubt themselves sometimes and they feel like maybe they're not the sort of hero they should be. Yeah, so Leo, he's kind of more of an engineer. I don't think... He's not really as heroic as some of the others sometimes. He's not as combat-based. He's just a mechanic. and He can be on fire, though. He does have cool firepowers. Magnus starts out as a homeless kid in somewhere. I can't remember where. And he's a bit different because, like, he dies at the start of it and goes to Valhalla. Which is an unusual plot twist for the main character dying in the first chapter, but it's interesting. Thanks for coming in, Ruby. Thanks for having me. It was great. So welcome to the show, Toby. Hi. What's your main reason going to be? Um, that it's funny and it's good for all ages. What makes it so good for lots of different ages? That you can laugh at it and it's easy to read and it's a really good storyline. Which one of the series do you think is your favourite? Um, the Magnus Chase series. Why is that? Because it was funnier and wittier. Yeah, I think mine might have been the Heroes of Olympus because it was cool how it flipped between the different characters with different perspectives. Which series do you think people should start with? The Percy Jackson series because it's sort of like where it starts. If you're really into Greek, I would start with the 
Percy Jackson, but if you like Roman more, I would go with Heroes of Olympus. Except, like, the Heroes of Olympus is about Percy, so same with the Trials of Apollo. You should probably read the ones before that, though, but the Cain Chronicles, which is Egyptian, and Magnus Chase, which is, like, North mythology, those you could probably read in any order because they're not really related. What kind of formats are the books in, and which one do you think you should you would recommend? So there's, like, graphic novels, movies, um that the book and audiobooks and i would either recommend graphic novel because it has like the pictures or the actual book i read the book and that was really good and i just wanted to keep reading thank you for being here toby it was awesome thank you welcome to the show george hello uh, what's your reason why people should check it out uh, well, Percy Jackson, it's really engaging and you learn a lot of a lot of things reading it. Uh, there's a lot of adventures that you go on, lots of different places and characters that you meet. There's a lot of world building in it with how it's just the Greek mythology is kind of intertwined with like... It's quite good because he's actually taken the Greek mythology and he's just sort of combined it with modern day, like ancient Greek and modern day. He's just combined them together make something really good. One of my favourite places is Camp Half-Blood. It's where there are a lot of demigods and they'll train and do lots of other fun activities there. Yep, there are lots of them there. Lots of demigods. You've said about all these adventures they go on. Do you have a favourite thing that they've done? Uh, well, in pretty much every single book, there's always a monster or something chasing them or something that they're trying to achieve and there are always monsters and things that go wrong there can be a lot of suspense and things there are also a lot of characters that you meet and you get to know them really well but sometimes you might have to read a few of the spin-off books to actually really like know them there are a lot of characters over all of the books yeah there are like a couple of main characters that are in most of the books and the gods are also characters there are different things have done Yep, they're all like, they all have their own purpose. Thanks for coming on the show, George. Thanks for having me. Uh, welcome to the show, Ruby. Oh, hello. It's nice to be here. What's your reason that people should check out the Rick Ryden universe? I think um, the way that Rick mixes the mythology or mainly the Greek mythology and the fiction that he creates, enhancing what you learn. So you learn a bit about Greek mythology and he hooks you into this world it's just interesting how he's like put all the stuff but then it's in a modern day setting and also it's kind of like hidden from most people but yeah it's quite interesting how he made it so that the modern day people wouldn't know that there's a greek war coming why do you think that he picked greek mythology for his first kind of books i think that greek mythology is quite an interesting faith or beliefs and how many the gods they are or the creatures that there are yeah probably so it's probably more uh, well known than some other things yeah and it's just real old and ancient and it's kind of well known in its beliefs of how old it is and also if you look at a lot of places in america a lot of the buildings are designed and look like the ancient greek houses or palaces in a way yeah that influenced a lot. Like he started with Greek, but he's also done things with like North mythology and 
Roman, which is kind of similar, and also Egyptian. I definitely prefer uh, the Greek ones, personally. I haven't dived deep into the other ones yet, but I have read the Roman mythology, because it's quite similar, the ones he's written about them. How much research do you think that would do before he wrote them? I think he has to do a fair amount, so it's not just unhinged from the beliefs. Probably have to be pretty careful when writing something about things like religion and mythology. Yeah, because I guess if he stoops up, then it can end up quite badly. A cool thing that he does is how um, he makes, in Camp Half-Blood, all the cabins themed like the gods and how they um, all sit as well. And so, like, Zeus is in the middle, or, like, of the U, and how Poseidon's on his left, and there's, like, the water fountain and the smell of the sea. It's all quite interesting how he puts it all together. Like, kind of, if you just looked at it from the outside, you'd probably see, like, oh, it's just some, like, summer camp or something. But then when you look deeper, it's like, no, no, it's not. Yeah, definitely, it's not no normal summer camp. (laughs) Thanks for being here on the show, Ruby. Oh no, thank you. Um, it was great to be here. <laughs> this week's show was hosted by me, Teo. It was recorded and edited by Caleb and Odin. Our guests today were Ruby, Toby, George and Ruby Grace. Thanks to CJ and Rara Intermediate for supporting the show. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and our website, radorpodcast.com. Our theme music is by Nicholas Alstrom, but before we go, here's one quick pick from each of us. Ruby Grace? My pick would be Unwind by Neil Shusterman. It's quite gory as well, so you know. George? My pick is The House with a Clock in Its Walls because it's around the same thing like mythology. Caleb? My pick is the Scythe series by Neil Shusterman. The characters are, are amazing and there is a lot of gore in it too. Odin? My pick would be The Good Place because it's got an uh, interesting story. CJ? I recommend playing a game called Seven Wonders Duel. It is a competitive game where you collect different pantheons of gods and try, try to create a civilization. Uh, my pick is The Spooks Apprentice because it's kind of about mythology and like ghosts and witches and stuff. <laughs>